0: how are you good how are you good this is our first first episode i guess
1: yeah welcome uh, to episode zero
2: episode yes this, <laughs> this is the uh, this so, is the pilot so, it's a pilot yeah, i was gonna say so this is a pilot episode of us having right. a conversation together
1: we're not gonna get signed there will no, be no episode gonna happen. i there wouldn't will sign be, us
0: no not at all <laughs> uh yeah cool uh so i guess we're just gonna talk about a bunch of Random stuff that is going on in our lives and things that we're interested in.
2: Welcome Um, to my three dads.
0: (laughs) I'm (laughs) Dad number one. (laughs) 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 I'm Brittany Dad.
2: (laughs) Brittany's Dad number one. Oh. Victor is Dad number two. I'll take Dad dad number three.
0: Oh, okay. So I'm not a dad.
2: I'll be in the middle. Okay. (laughs) You are dad. I said you're Dad number one. Dad number one. one.
0: Oh oh I see. I thought you said you were Britney's dad number one. This and is not gonna saying,
1: go well. You're I not have... gonna pay attention to your
0: co-host. Oh, this is not gonna go well at all.
2: <laughs> <laughs> at some point you might hear my dog having a squirrel dream, but that's Aww, unavoidable. Yeah, he'll he he does this thing where he like barks and whines, but his mouth doesn't open, so he'll just go like <laughs> Riley does that too.
0: That's so cute.
2: His paws twitch. It's very adorable.
0: Oh Aww yeah riley's probably gonna whine in the background and you're probably gonna hear little like tippy taps so. i was gonna say if we
2: um. don't hear the toes clicking i'd be really upset
1: yeah, yeah you're gonna yeah. hear
0: my dogs too because they fucking suck oh no <laughs> no i
2: love them i love his little underbite oh yeah cute. yeah Diego.
1: yeah that's the only thing he's how's got he doing going from... uh he's fine um there's been no uh He's been fine going outside, actually. Actually, uh, really? right now I think is not good because the fireworks just started. Mm. Um, but he did pee like r- pretty recently before this, so
0: that's good.
2: Yeah, I, better than Gav's doing. <laughs> I do not understand for the life of me why, like, once it hits summer, all of a sudden everybody's just like, "Oh shit, fireworks season!" Every night.
0: Oh, I know. It's. Literally every single night, and actually last week, Sunday around 1 a.m. So I guess technically Monday, Mm -hmm. fireworks going off right outside, just like boom, boom, boom. I'm like, do you not? Do you not have to work? Like, do you not care about anything else or the fact that it's illegal? (laughs) Like, I don't. I don't get it.
1: Well, there's a lot of people that are probably still laid off. So that's true. They probably have like literally nothing to do.
0: Just don't care. Don't care about anything.
2: One of my neighbors, literally, he has a bonfire and sets out fireworks every single night during the summer.
0: Oh, my God. No. It's it's awful. That's terrible. I'm surprised nobody's ever, like, called the police or anything on it.
2: I'm surprised I haven't called the police.
0: That's (laughs) also
2: true. I mean,
1: the only thing the police do is, like, oh, you guys got to stop that. And then that's it. And then they drive away. And then they just start it up again after.
0: Right. Do you not get a fine from it?
1: No. It depends on, like, how... It's reckless you're being because my uncle does firework shows or used to do them. He stopped mm-hmm. uh, a couple years ago, uh, but he used to do them for like literally like 10, 10 to 15 years straight. He used to go up to New Hampshire, buy those like big mortars and light them off in a backyard and cops would literally come every single year uh, and be like, all right, you should tone it down a little bit. And then he goes, if you tone it down, I'm not going to do anything. He's like, I'll just go away and he goes okay and then waited like 10 minutes until he was gone and then just started them like, up again
2: <laughs> just went right for it yeah oh my
1: god i mean like you're allowed mm-hmm. to have fireworks i think you're just not allowed to have the mortars like the ones that shoot right. up in the sky and blow up but i guess anything other than that you could do it but i guess if you're being disruptive at 1 a.m
2: yeah i yeah. think they have to be on the ground i don't think you can do anything in the air
0: Exactly. Yeah, because I think we have too many
1: like woods around us, like in Connecticut in general. I think that's the reason why. It's just so
0: so many things can go wrong. Like, and I have been (laughs) to moments that it's gone wrong. Like, I went to my friend; his brother was lighting them off, and he had a big field. So we all parked our cars like around in like a half circle, and he had them set off so that they're all connected. So it'd just be like a show, like going off one by one. All of a sudden, we're like all outside like by the cars like next to them. They fall over. They are now shooting at the cars. Oh, God. <laughs> Me and my friend go into the back of my car because we are like, I don't want to get shot at Like literally one went whizzing by my car. So by the end of it, we all get out and we see one of the minivans Its parts like on the other side. It's like the side of it was lined up with like the fireworks. It's uh, side uh window blown out, and uh, I'm like, I was looking out my back windshield the entire time. Like, if one of those hit it, it just would have went right through, and just like I, I don't know, my head would have been blown in.
1: <laughs> yeah, those things hurt too. So if they went right towards your head.
2: Yeah, like
0: you
1: would have been done. in the hospital.
2: Yeah. Dude, so I have two fireworks stories. So when I was a kid, when I was like, I don't know, I had to have been like four or five so it was like right around 1990 they used to do in like in the town where we grew up right they actually used to do like firework displays at there's was, it was like one of the smaller like little league fields mm-hmm. um and they did one and they had all kinds of stuff like they had all the precautions and everything like that like paramedics and everything they had like a professional thing and like a designated seating area and stuff like that and what you just described is exactly what happened where like during the grand finale or whatever somebody accidentally like kicked over one of the mortars and it just went straight into the crowd. Oh. And that like I was sitting on my dad's shoulders and I just remember seeing like an old woman basically getting mortared. And, oh my like, God, it was, in, yeah, it was in the news and everything. Like she got ambulanced out of there and it was just, it was crazy.
0: That's insane. Yeah. And that, that's exactly why they're illegal. Yeah. <laughs> like,
2: and, and then there was another time when I was a scamp when I was a teenager, And everybody was doing that thing where they were just like, Oh, we're just going to set off our own stuff and be fun and be cool and be young idiots. And people were like, mostly setting off like the Roman candles, like the ones that are fairly like they're, they're fairly benign. Like they don't do anything too crazy. They just send little colored sparkles everywhere. Um, and one of my neighbors was very like, she, she was just very edgy. So she like, she would always call the cops for everything. Um, and she called the cops. The cop shows up. And as the cop pulls up, one of the kids that was like drunk just like panicked and just dropped one of the Roman candles on the ground and ran. I don't know. And so, like, it hit the ground and it started rolling and it legitimately just started firing Roman candles at the cop car. <gasps> like, no. <laughs> yeah. So, like, <laughs> I don't remember if it was me or one of the other kids just like ran over and grabbed it and picked it up and just held it straight in the air. And we're like, you dumb uh. piece of shit. Like, like the cops stepped out, and she she was very cool about it. She was like, well, if it wasn't a problem, it kind of is now. It
0: certainly is now. Yep. <laughs> Damn. Luckily, nobody yeah. got hurt. Thank God. Yeah. Uh, there was another, like, fireworks show that I used to go to every single year, and then uh, the cops, like, caught on to it because, like, it was a whole ordeal, and it was around a lake. And they would set it off in this like little like peninsula that was uh, coming off the lake. So it was like down a hill. And so like when it would come up, it was like it was so close to your face that you could feel like the the soot coming off of the fireworks. Um, yeah, it was wild, but it was so cool. And so one of the years that I didn't go, and this is like one of their last years, was I guess one of the kids like got it like exploded before it lifted off, and like oh. something happened to his hand. Oh God! Yeah. So like that was just it, it's a no go now. But like before, the cops are like constantly like monitoring it. So it was like it was only a matter of time before something goes wrong. Like God, He just never know. Yeah. Crazy fireworks though.
2: <laughs> Gotta love <Yeah>. them.
0: <laughs> Gotta love them.
2: Gotta set them Gotta. up every night during the summer.
0: Yeah. Oh yeah.
1: It it every just doesn't make sense. Make America.
2: <laughs> have <laughs> a bonfire. <laughs> just throw them into the bonfire. There into you
0: go. The bo- yeah, mine as well. Throw some gasoline <laughs> in there. Light them up. There you go. <laughs> so we've been playing a lot of Valorant. We
2: have, we have been. been playing a lot a of, ton Valorant.
0: of Valorant. Uh that came out, what was it? June 2nd came yes. out finally.
1: Oh, the official release. Yeah, but we've been playing it for what, like a month before that?
0: Yeah, we had the we had beta access for watching all those Twitch streams. So that was fun. Yeah, just
1: be <laughs> sitting in someone's Twitch stream while I'm working.
2: Literally. I, I definitely watched all of the streaming. I definitely didn't just set my computer and go to sleep.
1: No, definitely not. <laughs> definitely yeah, didn't. Yeah, not, yeah. Totally I listened to it. the whole content. Didn't mute them mm-hmm. at all. You know, I was very very intrigued.
2: Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Dude.
0: Definitely didn't have multiple streams up. I don't know
2: so do you guys find it funny or ironic at all so i was probably the the most like vehemently opposed to the game at first and now i definitely have played more of the game than any of us
0: you were so anti this game and trying to get me to play league of legends and then all of a sudden you're just like i'm playing this because i need to get better and then all of a sudden you're just like you're giving, like, play-by-plays, like, after, and I'm like, have you been playing this all <laughs> day? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I mean, oh, he's, asked, he's asked
1: us a couple times in the group chat. It was like, oh, does anyone want to play some Valorant? And I'm like, I wish, but I'm working. <laughs> yeah. Yeah.
0: Cause Cause, sometimes I'm like, well, oh, I have a lunch break. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah because of the
2: sleep. whole thing. Like, like, you guys are allowed, like, you guys are able to work from home, and I'm not, so I'm just like... I have that on top of recovering from surgery so i'm just like in bed and like well i may as well try to get better at this game because one of the main reasons why i hated it so much is because i was so bad at it
0: it's tough it's like if you have a bad game it's just it ruins it and the fact that you can't get out of that game without getting penalized and i don't know it depends like who you're playing with too Yeah, if, like, somebody is just, like, trash-talking you, like, it is such a miserable time. And it's, like, it lasts for, like, half an hour, 45 minutes, depending on, like, how the match is doing. So it's, like, if it's miserable, like, you are miserable for a long time. Yeah.
1: Yeah, yeah. There's uh, There's been a couple of games where I've literally just been doing terrible, and then I just don't talk the entire match. Yeah. Like, that's it. Yeah. I'll just be like, all right, I'm not talking because this is bullshit. <laughs> yeah, and other and times so- I'll just talk shit the entire time.
0: <laughs> <laughs> i got mad today stevie got to uh, to yep. witness that yep. i did not take it anymore like i usually try like i try to be nice and like say hi and like sometimes like if if i die and i see somebody somewhere like i'll let everybody know like the push a talk thing for the entire team like cool other than that like i don't i don't want to make friends on that game like i don't <laughs> care
1: yeah i'm not trying to be friends i'm just trying to play know. the game trying to make my single call out i don't want to have a conversation with you i don't really care if you're hammered right now i don't really care (laughs) if you love like females or males i don't really give a fuck about a
2: girl gamer oh my god are you a real girl
0: (laughs) it's just ridiculous but like this guy today was just instantly we got into the game and he's just like trying to take control of the entire thing and we have one guy that like literally announced he's like listen i'm not good at this game like i don't like when like there's toxic people in it and this the other dude that's like taking control is just like all right we're going a we're gonna do this like oh you need to cover me like oh go over here i'm gonna have a and everybody else can go to b and there was a point (laughs) And like it, it was past half the game. Like, I just like I, on the side, I was just like obviously like venting to Stevie, and I was like, I fucking can't stand this <laughs> dude like talking the entire time, acting like he is like the team leader. I, I, whatever. And he's not even like, I couldn't even respect him to the point that he was top of the leaderboard because he wasn't. <laughs> I was above him, and so was somebody else. And like, he was just like middle of the way, but he kept acting like he was like this professional so then like we switch sides so like over half the game goes by i was left the last person and i'm on b side i forgot what map was that stevie
2: uh i think it was split the one with the ropes okay.
0: yes split yep so i'm on b and i'm sitting here and i think there was two people left i had Cipher that was in the garage and I had already seen him and I was trying to keep eyes on him and then oh, yeah, I knew yeah. somebody was in heaven and so I saw Sage coming out and I'm in the back like trying to stay behind this box so that Cipher doesn't get me. I'm looking up to Sage and this dude is just like, don't move, don't move, don't move and I like I have to kind of move so I'm not like my gun isn't facing out so Cipher doesn't get me and yeah. he's like just don't move, don't move don't move And he just like keeps talking. I'm like, I die and i'm like can you shut up <laughs> that's literally what i said i'm like and i am never like that on games i'm like no. can you shut up
2: so i could tell I'm that like, you were actually mad
0: <laughs> i like i'm like i can't hear if somebody is coming at me like that game you need to hear people Dude,
2: he was such yeah. a prick about it too so so it's in the back of split and on the b side where There's the default planting spot that's behind a box. And then if you're not familiar with the game, there's a spot that overlooks it that comes from the middle of the map. And then there's a spot that comes from the far side where they can see down that hallway. And there's this little like bulletin board that you can hide behind so that the long hallway can't see you, but you can see the high point in the middle. And those are the two main points that people are definitely coming from. And the game is super heavily reliant on being tactical and hearing footsteps and hearing people coming. And so you were staying away from the one, the one, the cypher was the one that was down the hallway who I'm pretty sure he had an op. So if he saw your toe, you were done. Yeah. And then the sage was coming from heaven and she wasn't going slow. Like you could hear that there were footsteps that she was coming around the corner. And Mm -hmm. usually what happens is when people are are coming up to an area where they know that you are. The footsteps will suddenly stop and when the footsteps stop, that tells you that they're getting within range to like where they are in there. So even if you can't hear them anymore, you still have a good idea of where they can be. And this guy the whole time was just like, just don't move. Just live. All you have to do is live. Just don't live. Just just live. don't move. Just don't peek. What are you peeking for? Stop peeking. Don't peek. Don't go that way. Don't go. <laughs> and like, so when she found out, she like took literally one step to the left and like went up to shoot at, to, at the sage that was coming from the middle. And she came at the like sage and then as sage came up the cypher had also come up the hallway so you were there was like a oh, v a, yeah. yeah there was they pinched you there was no way like you weren't going to survive that it wasn't your fault and this dude was just like all you had to do was stay still and i was like both of <laughs> us were like dude all you had to do was shut, shut up, up. <laughs> just shut your mouth for a minute just shut just shut up you sound stupid right now you're making everybody look bad he's like well you don't need to he's like that's ridiculous no all you need to do is like listen we're trying to listen trying to hear this is a very tactical slow game it's hard to hear when you're just babbling all the time he's like you don't need to hear to stay still and one of the other guys that was completely like not in our group either was like yeah but you know it's been pretty tough trying to play the game when all i hear is this one dude going like 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 (laughs) barking orders the whole time
0: yeah but like his i don't know if they're in a team together but the other one that was actually like doing well he's like you don't need to hear i'm like i would just love to just sing in your ear la la, la, la 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 the entire time to see if you need to hear Yeah, when
1: people are rushing the corners, you're not going to have an idea when someone's screaming in your ear commands and you have no idea. You're just going to have someone running past you and you're not going to hear it.
0: No, dude, you're dead. You died. You have zero right. To give me instructions right now. Yeah. Like if you want to tell me that you died and somebody is somewhere, fantastic. Like let me know. That is great commands. But if you want to tell me how to play the game and you are like three, four kills underneath me and you are already dead, shut your mouth <laughs>
2: he came in like like all right guys i'm not the best at this but i'm the team captain let's go we're going b we're going b <laughs> <Yeah>. stove of <laughs> fire arrows towards a <laughs> like,
0: he, kept, yeah, he kept commanding you like where to throw things and it was just oh god it was bad but yeah great game great game yeah fa- love...
1: fantastic game <laughs> i love
2: the game i don't love all of the people that play it
0: the most toxic people on this planet oh there's no... I a lot so I... I don't think I have ever played a game. I mean, I I guess now I kind of like mute everything because I just don't want to deal with people, so that might be my problem. <laughs> but, God, that game is so toxic. Call of Duty it's
1: would to- be like that. Is it? I'm, I'm sure it is, but we... If you yeah, listen yeah, to I everybody.
0: Mute, I mute every, everything. It's just my team. That's all I have.
2: <laughs> That's the tough thing with Valorant, though, is you don't want to, Like, by default, you don't want to mute people because there's a lot of information that you need to you convey to. in order to win the game
0: exactly like there's some games that like the only time people are talking is like hey like there's somebody up in heaven be heaven like okay fantastic thank you like that i need to know where people are
1: yeah or they planted c and everyone else is b or something yeah you
2: know? i'm advice. still i'm still terrible at the game i've put in so many hours but like all i've gotten good at is throwing arrows in the good places and being like all right they're on a Good luck, but you're guys. Very, you're
0: very <laughs> – but, like, that's kind of, like – this is where I run into it, and I've tried to learn with Sage. Is like, she's more defensive and, like, she's helping people. Yeah, she's supporting. So, like, when I – I've always been used to games of just, like, running in there, guns blazing, and I've had to learn with her. I'm like, okay, I need to sit back and let other people go first or else I'm going to die because yeah. I don't have the right tools to be able to just go in there and do that. Like I can build up walls and kind of like defend a little bit so we can go further, but like that's the most that I can take for an initiative. Yeah. Um, all right. So we we do have a couple questions. I guess we can do like a couple questions. We'll do okay. we'll do a fresh one. Okay. I, uh, fresh question. We'll do a, a fresh fr- question. A fresh gen. A fresh gen. Um so I guess going off of like gaming, um, we have a question on streaming. All of us have kind of put our toes in the water and started streaming. Um, we stream on Twitch. Shameless plug. Okay.
2: <laughs>
0: <laughs> but uh, the question that we have from somebody is, tell us about your decision to start streaming and the struggles that you've dealt with.
1: So I... When was my first stream? So I started streaming before... We Brittany and I actually talked about it. I did like one or two test streams. Um it was my senior year in college. That was when I first figured out what Twitch was. And then that was like in the peak of like my I had ultimate free time kind of thing and I was playing this game called uh, DC uh, what was it? Uh, DC in, Universe? If, uh no, Infinite Crisis. Infinite Crisis. Oh. So it was League of Legends but DC skinned. It was very oh, cool. It's a MOBA. Yep, it was a MOBA. Um, so that was my first game that I streamed. I streamed it off a laptop. I had no idea what I was doing. I, like, But I downloaded OBS. I figured all that stuff out. And like, it was cool. I was like really into it. I don't think I really had anyone watching. I didn't really like watch my streams either. So it was just kind of like me testing the waters and seeing if that's something I would like to do, just record myself playing. Did you then... have a cam up? No, no, I didn't have a cam. Didn't have a cam. Okay. So it was just me um, playing the game, and that was it. And then... Um, there was a so there's a Twitch app, I think on the Xbox too. So mm-hmm. right around that same time, I think I linked up my Twitch to my Xbox and then just literally uh, streamed Twitch uh, whatever I was playing on the Xbox at the time, and no webcam as well. So it's just like gameplay, mm-hmm. and that was that was interesting. And I think that made it like into one of my like vods at one point. And then I kind of like took a break from it. Cause I didn't really know what I was doing, wasn't into it, but I was just watching other streamers at that point. And then fast forward to when Brittany and I started working uh, together, uh, that was when we all started, Danny, you and I, we all started uh, talking about video games a lot more. And then I was watching Twitch a little bit more because I had a lot more free time on like my second monitor. And then uh, that's when I was like, oh, you should start streaming uh, to mm-hmm. Brittany. Um, and then after that, I was like, maybe I'll start streaming again, too. So that's when I kind of like took it up. I actually bought a webcam. Um, I set up my computer. I had the dual screens at home now. I finally had like a custom built computer. So I had like a lot more, I guess, firepower to work with. So it ended up going a lot better. Um, Like I finally got the setup fine. Like I got like, you know, a layout finally and put everything together. Um, So that was fine. Setting all that stuff up was good. But I think my biggest downfall was probably like the time it takes. To stream, have a schedule, get a fan base, keep up with the schedule of streaming and all that stuff. I just really can't, like, commit to all that stuff just because I have, like, so many things going on in my life. Like, I have uh, Danielle uh, that I have to, like, you know, obviously take a lot of time. The Danielle. The, the, the Danielle. Uh, I have, uh, you know, a lot of time that, you know, I have to, you know, spend time with her. And then the dogs, too. I have two dogs. So there's a lot of attention that needs to go there. Mm-hmm. Um, and then the uh the whole community part too I was like I can't focus on everything all at once like there's so so many times when like I can really only play maybe like an hour or two at night and like sometimes I don't want to be on camera and I don't want to do that kind of stuff like I just want to slouch in my chair and then just drink a beer and then play a game <laughs> uh <laughs> so that was like towards the that was like three years ago and then I think recently I've started to to think like I wanted to get back into it and like really really do it so like i've really built out the community i really you know went out into the twitch emotes and stuff like that but still i think the biggest thing is going to be like building your fan base and then like keeping Mm -hmm. a fan base but i also play games that are oversaturated um so there's like world of warcraft or what else we play valorant right now there's so many people playing those games the odds of finding you in the bottom of the list unless someone's sorting by like one viewer two viewers or something like that they're never gonna find you so I think I gotta like figure out the right games to play but those would probably be my little pitfalls and why I started streaming but it's been going fine I mean I like it
0: yeah you've been doing it a lot more um which I've been noticing and like you've been getting more more viewers which is great too
1: yeah, yeah. I mean, I think it's, like, obviously, thanks to it's a lot of people coming from your streams, too. So it's, like, a lot of people that, like, obviously recognize me from playing games with you every day. They're like, oh, mm-hmm. you know, I listen to him play all the time. Maybe <laughs> let me you know, get his point of view of, like, his let games his and how he plays mermaid. and all that stuff. Because, like, yeah. everyone's watching your gameplay, and they're not seeing, like, everyone else that you're talking with. So I but think like, it's... this
0: girl sucks. Let me see who Ashley is doing
1: it. <laughs> <laughs> oh, he sucks, too. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Uh, yeah, no, so what, who like first got you into Twitch? Like, how did you find out about Twitch?
1: It wasn't John. John, like, um, I think John and I found out about Twitch around the same time. Uh, it was one of our friends, maybe like from our fraternity. Uh, he was big into gaming. So he ended up being like, oh, you know, you should, you know, check out this website and you can watch people play games. And I'm like, why the fuck am I going to watch people play games when I can play it <laughs> myself? Uh, <laughs> but I ended up going on and I was like, oh, this is pretty cool. Like, it's not bad. Like, it's something that I could be like, oh, I don't have this game yet. Let me watch them play it. Or like, I suck at this game. Let me watch them <laughs> play it and see how i can tune up my gameplay something like that so that's where it kind of like all started like it was in college and someone just mentioned it It i think it was like the beginning of twitch too so twitch wasn't like Mm -hmm. huge
0: right right
1: but that's that's where it all started for me at least and then uh i watched like maybe a couple like world of warcraft streams and a couple other things was there something before twitch too or was it only twitch for video games honestly
2: youtube i feel like youtube kind of youtube really paved the way for twitch because i think the first time i heard about twitch was just from you know so i'm the type of person when i get into something as is kind of happening with valent right now and also kind of happening with sea of thieves when i get into something i like i kind of obsess over it and so like if i want to play a game and i want to get better at it while i'm not playing it i'm reading about it i'm watching videos about it I'm trying to understand the things that i don't understand because like you know i want to find out so like with valorant i'm playing sova as like the main character now for me because like i bounce around between a few and so now it's like okay i have like a playlist on youtube with like a hundred different videos of where arrows can go and which arrows are good and stuff so like every map i have a few different like go-to arrows and i'm starting to understand how to do so like I can't shoot a dude in the head, but I can put an arrow perfectly placed behind everybody and find them. <laughs> but like so I obsess over things and so one of the first the first times I heard about Twitch, I don't remember who it was or what game it was or anything cuz I don't remember the timeline, but it must have been just going on YouTube watching a like a tutorial about something and then them saying like, "Oh, you know, like watch me on Twitch or whatever." And I was like, "What the hell is this?" So I like went to the stream and saw and i was like oh shit it's the same thing but there's a chat and i can actually ask them questions and the good ones will actually answer the questions so like i can say like hey what's a good arrow for this like for this spot or like hey what are you shooting at over here or what gun is that or how are you so good with that gun And it's like, because it's more interactive, I think that's why it's growing so much now. And YouTube is kind of like, YouTube will always be successful, but it's like, it's at this weird place at the moment. Whereas Twitch, I feel like is still growing and still has such a huge audience because of the interactivity of it.
1: Mm -hmm. True. I mean, I think there's a lot of people, or not people, um, companies that are trying to enter that market. But I feel like Twitch has a firm hold on it. Like I know Facebook gaming was a thing and I think they're trying to revamp that. Um, to something a little bit different. I remember reading that a little bit ago. I don't know exactly the details on it, but they had Facebook Gaming was a a big thing at PAX East. Um, They had the big, big booth on it. Um, Mixer is now trying to become really, really big. Um, YouTube Gaming also is another big thing. Uh, I think there's another one too, but there's a lot of stuff that's now coming out that's trying to compete with Twitch and trying to take their audience away. But I feel like Twitch is still like number one I know they took like Ninja away. Like uh, Mixer signed a deal with them to have him solely stream Ugh. off of Mixer, and like that—that yeah. that was big. That's a lot of people going to to you know, watch Mixer just for your, just for Ninja. But I feel like a majority of people that are that trying, there he's what
2: there's there's a lot of like backlash with that too, though. There's oh, there's yeah. he's actually taken like a huge huge revenue hit since then. Oh,
0: I bet because like looking right now, like I I was so one of my good friends just became uh partnered on mixer and i was like like what does that entail because like twitch getting partnered you need to have like 75 average viewers but so i was like so what is mixer like how do you get partnered with mixer and it's all based on like the gameplay like the game that you're playing and like how many viewers you have like they don't have anything set but it's like you can apply to it And see if, like, you'll get accepted for, like, that game. It's, like, it's very weird. But, like, me taking a look, so I was, like, okay. So you can get partnered, like, a different way. Like, it's not just, like, set for, like, doesn't matter what game you play. Like, Twitch is, like, you have to have this many viewers, like, regardless. So, it's like, how many people are on Mixer to even see is this worth it? And, like, looking right now, like, Shroud, he has 4,795 people watching him. Like I'll go on and I'll see on mixer Mixer. like I'll go on and I'll see like Tim the Tatman and like Dr. Disrespect like they'll have like 20, 30,000 people that are watching them and it's just like those people are like subbing and things like that like you're taking it like Mm. yeah you're doing a contract with this company but you also are probably doing a contract with the company before and now you don't have like that extra revenue coming in from people that are subscribing giving bits and things like that like your viewers have dipped so much mm. that like you're you're just not making as much it's just like there's the the viewer amount on mixer is just so much less than twitch it just doesn't make it worth it
2: i think one of the other problems too and it's one of the things that i think while you're seeing some people going away from youtube and going to twitch like uh i know you and i both watched um like funhouse and like spool Mm -hmm. left from from funhouse and ray left from achievement hunter and then bruce left Mm -hmm. from funhouse and they're all streaming on twitch now and i think part of it is like so when i had a youtube channel i did it for a year with one of my friends with like admittedly with like no growth but it was like when you try to look at like youtube's analytics to see what's going on to see like why you're not growing or why they're not promoting you or why you're not getting anything or like where money would be coming from and stuff like that they have a big issue with transparency and i think twitch does a better job of breaking everything down because like so i've i've streamed on twitch like i think four times now and Mm -hmm. at the end of every twitch stream i get like an email from them and it's like hey here's the breakdown of your stream like average viewers unique viewers new viewers like how many minutes you like they're breaking everything down and they're making it easier for you to see what you're actually accomplishing and i think that's appealing for me anyway
0: oh yeah absolutely i think that's
1: a newer feature too right that wasn't
0: always there yeah yeah they've like since i started almost like three years ago i guess like two and a half years ago um they never really had that huge breakdown. Like, I think that's like recent in the last year that they've really like broken down, like unique viewers. And, um, I mean, you've always been able to see kind of like where you're at in terms of like your path to affiliate and, and partner and like average viewers and things like that. But like the analytics is like, it's very new, um, Mm. which is fantastic that they're, they're going down that route and identifying like, Hey, like people want to see this stuff and like be able to grow their streams. Um, I think YouTube is starting to do some of that stuff. I notice on my videos like I can see analytics of like how stuff has like jumped up in terms of views. Like I've never streamed on YouTube. I never saw the appeal to stream on YouTube because I've never gone to somebody's YouTube to be like, "Oh, they're live streaming right now." <laughs> like if I'm doing that, I feel like I would go to Twitch. Like I know yeah. like I want to go to Twitch for like live streams and like hang out in a chat it's very like user-friendly and like that's the way that goes and then like i'm gonna go to youtube for videos for like help with things and like maybe see some gameplay on some stuff in the past and things like that like i don't i i don't really see youtube as a as a place for like live streaming same with facebook like i i've never seen a live stream on facebook so i don't know how that works
2: <laughs> the live the only live streaming i've seen on facebook is uh some white person spewing racist things in their truck god that's that's all the facebook streaming i've viewed (laughs) the facebook live that's enough for me that's enough
0: so what about so what's been your struggle stevie with streaming
2: um god the 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 weirdest and worst thing is trying to get at like all the hiccups and all the things of starting so like um you know all, all of the best and most successful tri- bleh, Twitch streamers that I've seen, all the best ones generally seem to have, like, an actual full-blown community where they have, like, a Discord and they interact with people and they talk with everybody. And it's not just about... A weird analogy, a weird way to think about it is, like, if you ever gone to the casino before, if you ever gone to, like, Foxwoods mm-hmm. or gone, gone to Mohegan Sun... Um, I've been there
1: once or twice.
0: Yeah, red or black, Zerg?
1: <laughs> <laughs> <You're> I'm <not> black.
0: <laughs>
2: so... Um, so in uh, so for for instance for poker, me and one of my friends for a little like a few months there until I lost a whole lot of money in a whole little amount of time. Uh, we were really into playing Texas Hold'em, and so we went to. I think Foxwoods was the one that had legitimate poker tables where you can go, and it's an actual legitimate poker ta- table, almost like the World Series of Poker, where it's you know. A, a, customers all playing against each other and there's the dealer there and the dealer's not playing. They're literally just dealing. Um, and then if you go to Mohegan Sun, they advertise that they have, uh, Texas hold'em tables and you go and sit down. And what it is is there's like five places to sit and each one of those customers is not playing against each other, but they're actually each just playing against the dealer so it's like you're playing texas hold'em but you're not so, and so in that respect it's it's really just a one-on-one game you're not playing the actual full experience of the whole game so it's like so, so in doing like discord and stuff like that you're you're trying to build the community like you're trying to build the foxwoods experience where you want everybody interacting with one another not just everybody dealing with just the streamer you know what i mean so it's like I want to engage people because I want people. Obviously, if it's if it's my channel, I want them to come to watch me play. And I'm not, I, I'm not like the top one percent best player in any game ever by any stretch of the imagination. So it's like what I make up for, or, or what I lack in gaming skill, I have to make up for with like I don't know charisma or sarcasm or whatever the hell you want to call it. So it's like. I want to build not just the interactions between myself and each of these people but i want them to interact with each other Mm -hmm. so like that's why like so i made my discord and i called it 100 foot family and that's like my whole idea is that i i want it to be that way like i want you know kind of what you already have Brittany, um in yours where that's one of the reasons why it's great and it's it's, like such a good start already because like when you go to the stream it's not just a matter of like oh hi Brittany, hi maxima (laughs) how is your night going and just you talking directly to those people it's like no you go in there and there's all these familiar faces of all like the regulars for the stream and you end up talking to everybody and it becomes this group of friends and like that's what brings you back it's Mm -hmm. it's like i remember being a kid and having one of the first computers in the neighborhood that had the internet with like a 14-4 modem that you had to put pillows around the tower to try to hide it from your parents so you wouldn't wake them up in the middle of the night And going on to, like, web crawler and finding some random chat room and just, like, trying to chat with strangers. And it's, like, in a weird way, it's kind of like that experience. It's, like, this chat room, but it's a chat room where everybody's watching this mutual thing that you enjoy. You're watching this person playing this game, whether it's because of the game or because of the person. And I think that's the staying power of it is, like, you come to watch these people in these games, but then you stay because their, like, their family, their crew is, like, all the cool people that you want to know. (laughs) So that's, that's my struggle is trying to find an entry point to, like, to build up that atmosphere to, like, get not just, like, one viewer, but to get, like, a bunch of viewers to start establishing this cool place to hang out for a bunch of people, you know? Right. Um, And I honestly... I think I missed a huge, huge opportunity a few a few years ago. Um, there's a game called Brawlhalla, which I don't know if you guys have seen it before. But Brawlhalla is it started out as a very small game. Um, it's a like a brawling fighter type game, very similar to Smash Brothers. Um, it's oh, okay. it's a free to play game. They come out with like a new hero every like every month was their schedule, which was like. It seems grueling for me for a small company to try to put out a new character every month but they did it they like stuck to it pretty well um and when they were really small the developers of the game would actually stream every tuesday and like i would be in the streams and like and because of how small it was like i was talking to the developers um there's a couple of streamers that like just streamed themselves playing the games and like unofficially just hosted their own tournaments and stuff like that and so like, some of the streamers ended up getting hired by the company because how well they were doing, and they, like, brought them in as, like, HR people and stuff like that. Um, And I streamed it enough where, like, I'm friends with a few of those developers on Steam, and they, like, they still know who I am. And when they saw me on, on stream and stuff like that, like, they used to do giveaways where they would give away, like, special skins and special, like, skin colors. And, like, I actually have, like, the developer colors that they, they like... One of them just whispered me during stream and was like, "Hey, here, this is like just take this because you're always here." And it was like, "Oh shit, thanks." <laughs> um, and like they had that and then they had us like their own subreddit that was like really active. And like everybody there knew each other. There was like, I don't know, a couple hundred people that would watch, maybe like a hundred people that would watch every single stream. So like I was kind of ingrained into that, like into that little community. And, like, I started making a a YouTube series on it, and, like, they they recognized it, and some of the people, like, parts of the community, like, the developers and the players recognized it and saw me and, like, knew me for it. And I should have just, like, started on Twitch then because I could have potentially, like, capitalized on it, but I didn't. And the game was, like, kind of buggy, and I was playing it on a Mac, and it wasn't, like, really well optimized for Mac, and I got, like, I got really like discouraged and salty about the game at one point. Cause I was trying yeah. to do like ranked. And so I just kind of ditched it and like made an episode of like, oh, I'm taking a break for a little bit. And then I just never went back to it, but I don't know. I, like that's to me, sorry. I just babbled for so long, but <laughs> for, for me, that's the biggest struggle is trying to figure out how to bring in, like a, to establish a family of people. You know what I mean?
0: It's tough. Uh, I think like for me, a lot of it, it's, I mean, I've been doing doing it for like two and a half years on and off. I can't say it. I've been doing it fully. Like, especially when I got Gavin as a puppy, like there was no way, like I, I took a break for like a couple months. I'm like, I have to focus on training a puppy. um, And that pushed me back. Like the biggest things. And like, I've told this to a lot of people, um, in like my community and things like that um it's just honestly having a schedule and just sticking to it like
2: Hmm.
0: I at first when I first started out like I didn't have anybody in my stream I think I had like a couple people that came in and like said hello and never came back and it's like you're sitting there by yourself you're talking to yourself and it's just it's really hard because you're like why isn't anybody coming to my stream why isn't anybody finding me like you're trying to build it up and it's it's very discouraging Mm. um and all you want to do is just like you either start going like head first and you're like i'm gonna stream every day for like hours upon hours and then i'm gonna just get all these people and i'm gonna become a partner and it's like no (laughs) it it doesn't happen that way some people get lucky for sure like you you may get like that like the couple people that just like bring in a whole bunch of other people and like somehow your stream goes viral and that's awesome. Um, but it's highly unlikely. And you also don't want to like burn yourself out, which is what I did. Mm. I was streaming like almost every day after work, setting it up, getting everything ready. I didn't have anything like good. I was streaming from a laptop. I well, actually even before then. Like when I first started, I was doing it straight from my Xbox. I was doing it from the app. I was using my what is that camera called? The, uh, on the, <laughs> the connect,
1: Oh, you had it. such a ghetto setup. I remember was- you had the Connect. I think it was just you sitting on your couch and it was just you playing with the Connect camera. And then yeah. you ended up getting your laptop, and then you want yeah. to continue that.
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, I had the Connect, and the thing with the Connect was like you couldn't always configure the camera where it should be. And it was always just trying to focus on your face. So like I would be streaming and it's just my like floating head sitting there Uh (laughs) on the game. And like one of the most popular clips that I have on like Twitch is like, it's one of my favorite moments is uh, me, Vic and Danny were playing Seven Days to Die and Vic goes and runs after a bear. And I'm like, Like, what are you doing? And he's, I'm like, I think that's a bear. And he's, I'm like, you shouldn't do that. He just like keeps going for it, aggravates the bear. We run back into our house that we had. The bear comes after, we shut the door. Like, that matters. The bear comes inside. Danny's inside, has no clue what's happening. And the bear is just like, whoa, and just, like, comes in. And Danny's just like, there's zombies inside. What? There's a bear. (laughs) And it's the best moment. But all you see is just, like, my floating head. (laughs) Like, the entire time. I just had, yeah, I had the most ghetto setup. I didn't have any – or I did have lights because I had – um, I tried to like dip my toes into photography for a little bit, uh, which didn't go anywhere. I don't know anything about photography. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I got these like lights online. It was literally like 30 bucks. And so I actually I use those for stream now, um, but I had those set up. So at least I had like something, but like, yeah, the connect was, I do not recommend so then I went to the the laptop. Setup. You
2: sure that was that's not a good one?
0: <laughs> you don't just want like a floating head on your stream. That's weird. Uh yeah. So I, went, I like I had the laptop hooked that up, and I had OBS running through it. And there was so many times like with the Elgato. That's why I said to you, I was like, "There's been so many times with the Elgato. I had everything set up. I watched so many YouTube videos, watched so many like tutorials on like how to get everything." properly set up because like I had no idea about OBS like not a clue and OBS is not a friendly software it is very confusing
2: the The base version of it yeah it's it's really confusing
0: uh, yeah not not friendly at all um so I watched a lot of videos set it up myself but there's so many times that people were like you're dropping frames I don't hear you or like the picture's not coming through before I would stream and I'm just like what like This is literally the same setup that I had the last time I streamed. Like, why is this happening? So eventually, um, almost two years ago is when I built my computer for the first time. And I say I built my computer. My brother built my computer. You built it. Well, I didn't do anything. (laughs) I supervised with a flashlight. Uh, (laughs) It's like when
1: you're, like, helping your dad change a tire or something like that and he tells you to hold a flashlight but yells at you because you're not holding it in the right angle to like you know see anything and you have no idea he's like just hold this and he's like you're not doing it right i'm like i don't know what i'm doing i'm
0: crying
2: i don't know what an alternator is where do i point it
0: exactly i was just like i don't know i don't know what's going thank god that he's like built so many computers and like he knew what was happening the only time that i actually had to do anything was like there's a spot that like he couldn't get his fingers in to like screw something in so like that was my that was my moment to shine um yeah so built my computer um and it's still been like upgrade since like my my stream isn't perfect um it's just a lot of trial and error um but I, I honestly just think the biggest thing is consistency and something that, like, kind of resonated with me. There's actually been a few things, if I could give, like, any advice to anyone. Make a schedule. Do it to the point that, like, is going to work for you. Um, don't burn yourself out. Don't try to do too many days because, like, you're going to burn yourself out. And you're not going to want to stream again. Do it. Enough hours that people are going to be able to see you. Like if they come in like an hour or two late, like they're still going to get like a decent amount of content. Um, with that, like if somebody like make it interactive, like you have to constantly be checking chat because if you're not checking chat, like something I found online was like, somebody's going to last like 30 seconds, like looking into your stream. And I do too. Like I'll look into stream, and if I say something in somebody's stream, and somebody doesn't respond to me like right away, I'm gone. Like why? Like you're not yeah. paying attention to chat? Like I'm out of there. What's the point? Yeah, it's just like if I'm saying hello, like you should be saying hi to me within thirty seconds. Um. So like making sure that you're interactive at that point, like, even just just you're just saying hello, like welcome to the stream, like how's your day? Like that's what I try to say, like just to like try to get like something out of somebody, and like seeing like, you know.
2: why I need to get a second monitor
0: (laughs) it's tough it's like on the laptop I had it on my phone like that's what I had it up so I could see chat on my phone looking at it
2: I've been doing that too but sometimes I forget to look
0: yeah um it's it's yeah it's hard like I'm constantly just like looking at chat and like Valorant's tough because if I'm last person (laughs) I can't I can't pay attention to chat like there's no way (laughs) so it's like those moments I'm like shit like somebody's saying something or like especially like when chat is like blowing up and like I see a whole bunch of stuff I'm like where did I leave off like I don't know how like a lot of big streamers do it and they're like looking at they must just pull random things because there's no way you can keep up with chat.
1: Yeah I think Um, like the big streamers are like just chat going off the charts I think they just look over and whatever happens to be on the screen at that point in time that's what they answer yeah
0: you kind of may have
2: moderators Mm, yeah you're right moderators trying to tell them like hey recognize this person or whatever
0: that's true that's actually yeah that's very true i never thought of that um the other thing that i would say is if you are really not feeling streaming don't do it because you may not think on stream you may like be trying to put an act on and you're like feeling like garbage you are just like not in the mood to be like chatting like people can see it people can see it on your face and like they don't want to interact and like you could lose people through that
2: you to be genuine
0: yeah like you need like people can read you like it's your face is right on there it's just if you don't feel like streaming and not like oh i don't feel like streaming today and i didn't stream last week and like the week before like that's a little excessive but like if you're really not feeling like streaming like take a night off like it's okay but the biggest thing with like a schedule is like If you're, if there's, like, a favorite TV show that you have, like, there's, you obviously know when it's going to come on, like, it's a new episode. Like, you'd be pissed if your favorite TV show came on at, like, a two o'clock on a Wednesday randomly. That's why it's so important to have, like, a schedule for Twitch, like, so people know when you're coming on and, like, can watch you. Like, even if it's just, like, a couple people that want to come on and watch you, like, they like it's kind of upsetting if like they miss something and like they're not there to like interact with you
2: that does happen and i do get pissed when like if like game of thrones was like it's a holiday see you next week i'm like oh you assholes
0: (laughs) but it's just like can you imagine if game of thrones was like now we're not going to do it sunday we're just going to randomly pop on during the week like sometimes at one o'clock while you're You're (laughs) working. so what the hell you got to treat it the same way. Like, you got to let people know in advance. Like, if you switch something, like, that's why I try to let... Most of my base is in Instagram, so I try to let people know in a story um, well in advance if, like, I switch something so people are aware if I can't stream or if I'm going to do, like, a pop-up stream. So, yeah. I think, like, that's just, like, the biggest thing. Yeah. Um, yeah. So, we had... Someone that asked this on Twitch and we wanted to kind of discuss this. Um, it's more about like relationship and life stuff. So someone had asked if a guy tells a girl he doesn't want to date them because they're too good for him, is that an insult or a compliment? what what do you guys think
1: uh okay so a uh, background i don't have the background on it but like who who like did the who is saying is it a guy that's saying it or is it the girl who's saying it
0: i think that we can kind of just like take this subjectively okay. for now and okay. kind of like i think we can kind of go either way i think if we go like both sides because like there's there's definitely multiple sides to so this. okay
2: just just to clarify and make sure i understand it so this the scenario is girl asks out guy but guy says girl is too good for him and does not want to date right okay i i feel like god it's it's all context Mm -hmm. because because really like a guy could just easily i feel like in either direction a guy or a girl could just be like oh honey you're too good for me now as, as just like an excuse, but in a very like genuine sense, if he just, if he feels inadequate or like he is less than, then I've I've felt that before. And I don't know. I, I don't think it's it should be an insult, but at the same time, I don't think that you should be the one to determine if you're too, if you're not good enough for somebody, because I also don't think anybody is too good for anybody
1: i mean yeah Yeah. i mean i agree with that i don't think anyone is entirely better than anyone like sure you might like be looking at yourself one way and be like wow they have so many qualities that i don't have they're better than me but like you also have probably a lot of qualities that they don't have so like maybe they think that you're better than them so like it's kind of like a you know back and forth kind of thing if you're going to think like that but to me honestly like it's it's a perspective based thing so like to the girl if the girl's hearing that from the guy saying like oh i can't date you like you're way too good for me i honestly think that's a cop out if i was the girl i'd be like oh, okay he's just you know copping out this is an excuse like doesn't want uh to date me maybe there's like a couple other people on the side or something like that like whatever it may be like he's just saying something nice to let me down kind of thing instead of being like no nah, i'm not trying to like date you or anything like that but maybe like on the guy's perspective he he genuinely could be telling the truth like it it, it could be just that uh i don't know that's a, that's a weird thing but i mean if the from the guy's perspective it just he just really could mean it and that's uh that's how he feels but to the, my point before and what stevie was saying i personally don't think that anyone is better than anyone entirely at all so that shouldn't be I, mm-hmm. I don't think that should be a thought but that's just me
0: right yeah when I first saw this question I immediately kind of went to the girl's end of it and it's just like that's that's an excuse like being on the opposite end and somebody kind of telling you like I can't date you like uh, you're too good it's just kind of like "Uh, like you don't know everything like you see like certain things that i may have and and like i'm doing in life but that doesn't mean that i'm not like struggling in other aspects or like i don't think that things that you are doing are better than what i'm doing and i think that like maybe things that you've accomplished are incredible and it's just like you know what i mean but I don't think, like, again, like, nobody's too good for anybody. Like, it's hard to say. I feel like being on that end and you think somebody's too good for you, it's just more of like a self conscious thing and thinking that, like, your past, like, you've had things happen and you just, like, I think you kind of need to, like, rebuild yourself and rebuild your self confidence and realize, like, I have a lot to offer to somebody and like I have accomplished a lot in my life, whether there might be things that you don't realize um, and all the things that you've done and all the people that like care about you and look at you in a different light. And you do have a lot to offer and you are good enough for anyone. Yeah.
2: I have uh, a personal story, which is, extremely close to this situation Mm -hmm. um so to to preface this i also think from from the girl's perspective she may take it as an insult the to to get to answer the original question of is this insulting the the girl will most likely or, or the guy if it was flipped the other way if a girl said like oh you're too good for me i think The receiving end of that will almost undoubtedly take it as an insult because they'll think it's a cop out Mm -hmm. that being said um so when i was i was probably i think i was like 19 or 20 years old um and there was a girl that was in a, a group of friends of mine um who had like she had just turned 18 we were we were really good friends we got along really well um not to uh, i'm not gonna give away any of her information or anything like that but she was like like she was a virgin she was just she had her whole life ahead of her and she like when she like when she turned 18 like a day or two later she was like hey like you know we get along so well like i really want to go out with you and it's like i i was at a point in my life where looking back like like being retrospective on yourself i was going through a shitty phase in my life where i was a nerd my whole life and so when i finally hit like my late teens and early 20s i was like kind of i was a bit of a womanizer like i was sleeping (laughs) with friends i was like not really trying to like get nailed down to a relationship i was like i wasn't nice like i wasn't mean about it i wasn't like a dick about it but I would like meet somebody, like we would get along, we would hang out a few times, we would hook up. And then I'd just be like, all right, like, you know, like, if you still wanna be friends, we can still be friends, but I don't see a relationship here. Mm-hmm. Um, so I was kind of going through that phase and I knew I was going through that phase. And this girl, honestly, like, she meant a lot to me. She was a good friend of mine. And uh, she, she was like, she took a chance and she like was very vulnerable and said that she you know that she really wanted to to try dating and i said listen i was like i i think you're an amazing person i was like i i i don't want to date you because i don't want to to be your worst relationship like i don't want to ruin relationships for you because i knew if we if we had tried dating I like even no matter the fact that I like wouldn't want to do it. I knew what I would have done. I knew that we would have dated for a little bit. It would have gotten to that point where we like started being intimate, and then I would have moved on. And like as shitty as that is, I knew it was going to happen. And so I was like, I I had the foresight, and I said, "Listen, not specifically like you're too good for me, but I was like, I don't want to ruin relationships for you, and I don't want to fuck you up." and she like it kind of ruined our friendship because she she got very like she obviously got very insulted by it she she didn't take it well i felt horrible about it and like i even talked to some of her friends about it afterwards and they were like why would you do that and i was like the only way i could explain it is was, was like i would rather ruin her day than ruin her life because Damn. like because i've been in i've been in toxic relationships i've been in abusive relationships like. I, and when I say that, I mean, I've been, I've been abused. I've been the receiving end of a lot of shitty stuff from other parties. Uh, mm-hmm. and I know what it does to people and I know what it does to you in future relationships. And it's like, one of the most difficult things is to get into a new relationship and not hold past relationships, sins against the new relationship partners. Absolutely. So it's like, it's like, it's so hard to make that differentiation and like it's still something that i like struggle with when i get into a relationship that like when things start going well it's like the the beaten wife syndrome where it's like st- things start going well until so like okay one of the, like any second now a book's gonna come flying at my head yeah. it, like like the better things go the more you get like stressed out and anxious and it's like i didn't want to create problem for her so in a sense i did say you're too good for me but like i didn't mean it in an in like even a specifically self-deprecating way i just i could see the impact that i would have on her life and i couldn't do it to her
0: right i think with that i think like myself included like instead of saying like hey you're too good for me like maybe even if you can and if you're comfortable with this just like opening up a little bit like hey i th- i think you're great i'm just not ready to like go down that path right now and just being open and honest with somebody cuz i've been down like i'm currently down that road of i'm not ready to fully open myself up to somebody because of something that happened in the past and me just like still kind of comprehending and realizing that not everybody is like the person that I dealt with Um and it's I think the choice of words like you're too good for me is not quite the right words um, it's, it's
2: almost like a joking way of saying it
0: yeah it's like you're too good for. it's like you have your shit together like you're ready for a relationship and like you've got everything going for you but like I messed up and like I recognize that but it's like no it, it, like, everybody's hurting, like, in some way, whether it's relationship-wise, life-wise, like, shit's, shit's happening. Everybody's stressed out. Um, and not everybody's ready, like, to jump into a relationship, and you might find somebody that's, like, really cool. And you might just need some time to yourself and, like, recognizing that. So I think, like, maybe, like, rewording that and just trying to be open as much as, like, you're comfortable with.
1: Yeah, I'd say I agree with that. I mean, like, if you're being genuine and you're saying that, and you're not saying that as an excuse to the girl, um, then you need to provide more information about it. You can't just say Mm -hmm. that and be like, "That's it," you know. Hope you take it right. Be like, "No, um, I think you're good, too good for me," because you know you have to point out all of the things and why you thought it. Because then that leads to conversations where, like, well, you really don't. You know, know this side they're like yeah I, I might seem like this on you know the outside in the public but you know in person like you know behind closed doors i break down all the time kind of thing like something that you would never know uh unless you actually had those conversations where like you see this perfect vision of someone that might not really be perfect so i think mm-hmm. like you need to provide all the details possible if you don't want it to sound insulting i think you need to like really play your base like What Stevie said, um, yeah, you didn't want to ruin relationships for that girl and like tell her, be like, This is why, because like I'm you know, whether it be a maturity thing, like I'm not mature enough at this point in my life right now because the way I've been doing things, like I've been you know, with one girl and then you know, a month later I move on to the next girl, but that's just me, and then like at this point in my life, I just can't do it right now, kind of thing. Like, I'm not saying I'm not interested. But, you know, Mm -hmm. I feel like any additional detail you can provide and make it very, very sincere that you actually telling the truth and not using it as a cop-out would go a lot more in the long run for you not to make it seem like an insult.
2: The other thing, too, is you could also not just make it a hard no and say, like, no, I can't do that. You're too good for me. You could just lay everything out there and say, like listen, I think, I think that you're this amazing person and I would love the opportunity to be with you, but before we do anything, here's like, here's my issues. Here's my fears. Here's my concerns. Here's the stuff I'm dealing with right now. Do you, is this, is this gonna hurt you? Is this gonna be too much for you? Like just kind of lay your cards out there. Cause then if they still think that they want to be with you at the very least, Hey, you gave him a heads up, you know, like you, you told them. You, yeah,
0: yeah. No, I agree. And you I gave
2: them the car, <laughs> the this car fax. This has
1: been damaged fourteen <laughs> times.
0: This has been in twenty-four accidents. Um,
2: <laughs> still runs. This thing's been totaled <laughs> twice.
0: Somehow, still up and running though. Uh, but no, I I think like a big thing with what you mentioned is like. It also shows the other person's maturity and, like, where they're at. Because, like, if somebody is truly interested in you and is, like, mature enough and they can obviously see that, like, you've been through some shit, as everybody has, they should be willing to open up and be patient with you. And if not, then that's not the right person for you. And that's not something somebody that you should be opening up to. Um if somebody's just dismissive and is like, uh, that's bullshit. And like, that's it. Like you can probably already read if they're going to be toxic or not in a relationship. Mm -hmm. Um, if you're not ready, you feel not ready to date and you're not ready to give it your all because you've been damaged in the past. Like just go out on some dates and just have fun. Like don't think twice about it. Like at least just try to like talk to somebody and get yourself out there, but don't make it a thing of like, I need to like date this person. I need to be in a relationship with this person and give them my all. Like just I'm taking it as a perspective of like they are not dating and they haven't been putting themselves out there because they've been kind of guarded. Like just take it in a fun aspect and just like casual like
2: just be okay with going out and like socializing
0: yeah like and not
2: necessarily trying to fall in love
0: yeah and just see like how you feel and if you want more and start realizing like hey like i'm starting to be like come interested in like this person like then you know take little baby steps like whatever you're comfortable with like there's there's no rules no like as long as you're open and honest and like trying to be comfortable with somebody if somebody else like doesn't reciprocate that then they suck Sorry, mm. like, that's not a good word. Yeah. Like,
1: <laughs> it should feel natural. That's what I always say. Like, if yeah. it doesn't feel natural and it feels forced, it's probably going to feel forced the entire time. Like, there needs to be, like, that natural connection. Like, yeah, go hang out with someone. Don't go into it thinking, like, this is this is the person I'm going to end up dating. This is the person I'm probably going to spend my life with. No, you're going out on a date. Might Don't even call it a date. I'm just going to go hang out with this person i'm gonna hang out with them and if i have a good time like i'm not gonna think about like going home and hooking up or anything like that afterwards Mm -hmm. i'm gonna go hang out
2: organically yeah
1: yeah i'm gonna go hang out at the bar whether it be you know have a few drinks and then go out to dinner or something like that that's literally it go bowling do something i don't really care i haven't been in the dating scene in a very long time so i don't know how (laughs) things happen uh (laughs) but that's that's just how like i remember it and like if it's not organic and if it feels forced and rushed and stuff like that it's not going to be good in the long run but if you have a connection right off the bat when that person wants to hang out with you again and be like oh i had so much fun i want to hang out again and you both feel like that then it's going to be like okay let's move on to like number two hang out number two don't call it date number two hang out number two um and then eventually be like okay let's start making things a little bit more serious kind of thing and that's when like i think then you could be like, okay, maybe I should start thinking like, is this something that could happen? Is this something that can't happen? But like, that first time hanging out, second time hanging out, I think don't even don't even think about anything. But like, yeah, this person might be attractive. Yes, I might think this person is like very beautiful or whatever it is. <laughs> that's it. You should just lay lay that off, put it into the back of your mind, and just go enjoy that person's company and see if you can actually get along with that person. Because that's that's what it is in the end, I mean, like. Danielle and I, um, I, I am engaged, by the way, uh, to a lovely lady. Uh, yeah. <laughs> if, <Brag>. uh, <laughs> if, if people uh, <laughs> don't know, um, but I met my uh, fiance, uh, we were working together at a place called Sports Authority, which has been uh, closed down, I think, maybe like a year now. They went bankrupt. That's besides the point. Um, but yeah, <laughs> we were uh, working together and coworkers, we always enjoyed um, at least talking together while on shifts. And then uh i was home for the summer and i uh, went back to school and like we were friendly and all that stuff we never really did anything um we just talked and we hung out and uh after that we ended up texting i believe uh when i went off to college and then that's when things just were like oh you know this person thought about me um when he left his summer job and you know we we're friends and all that stuff so we kept talking and then one thing led to another and that was it but that was after like months of like knowing each other hanging out with that person kind of thing so and then that's when things like romantically started picking up and stuff like that other than that it was literally straight just like hanging out as friends Mm
0: -hmm. and sometimes that's just like the way that works like sometimes you just need to like hang out with somebody like quite a bit of time to even see like not even having that on your mind like just be casual and shit can happen
1: yeah i mean that was like before the whole tinder Tinder thing too so like i don't know if i like i i've never experienced anything on tinder so like all of like everything was just like (laughs) all in person so
2: (laughs) it's all bad
0: yeah magical magical place
2: (laughs) if by magical you mean terrible
0: nightmares are formed
2: on tinder mm, i bet
0: <laughs> i mean don't get me wrong i've had some i can't knock tinder i can't knock i can sites okay <laughs> <laughs> i don't get me wrong i have had many bad dates on tinder i've also like met some pretty cool people that i've actually become friends with off of tinder uh it's weird um <sighs> I feel like a lot of people like think of Tinder as like this hookup place. I've actually met a lot of my exes off of Tinder. As long as you're just like upfront for the most part, you are yourself. I think the one thing that kills me about dating sites is just how superficial it is. Yeah. And like everybody expects like this crazy pickup line. And for you to be just like this person that can just like think on their feet and it's just so unnatural and that's, like, what kind of drives me on dating sites. Like, I took myself off of dating sites uh, a couple months ago, I want to say. It was during during Corona. I was just like, I I can't do it.
2: Lots of fish pictures.
0: Oh, there's lots of fish. Lots of hunting. Uh, there's
2: lots like of girls people on people fishing mountains.
1: or, like, of fish in
2: general?
0: People holding uh, up fish.
2: So men love to hold up pictures of their fish they've caught. Yeah uh yeah. girls love posting pictures of mountains they've stood on <laughs> okay they're they're wild about those
0: <laughs> uh guys love their shirtless pics and all they're different or guys love every single picture being in the group and i can't figure out which one they are
2: that's my favorite playing where's wanda.
0: <laughs> Where, where's wanda where's wanda where's
2: wanda yeah oh the worst um so before we get too too far off from this i wanted to add one other thing to With so it's in the whole idea of thinking that you're not good enough for somebody i have so okay i'm a weird very contradictory person within myself i i often say i hate everybody what i mean by that is i hate what people are capable of i am very constantly on a daily basis disgusted by what humans are capable of doing to one another and so in that regard i hate people but what i also say all the time is that everybody's beautiful and honestly like i think that there's something inside of every single person that makes them unique that makes them worth loving that makes them worth having happiness like i think everybody deserves to be happy in whatever regard however they decide they're happy you know what i mean like their happiness doesn't have to be determined by whatever like the quote unquote normal version of happy is so I, I don't know i just think i think it helps everybody to try to get rid of that negative image of yourself to just learn to love yourself and it makes it easier for other people to love you i'm a person that struggles constantly with hating myself with like self-loathing with depression with suicidal thoughts, with all kinds of awful, terrible things within my own head. So in that regard of saying like, oh, love yourself before other people can love you, that I don't know that I will ever achieve that final moment where I'm like, I fully 100% love myself. So I understand that some people out there may feel like, oh, okay, so I'll never find love because I'll never love myself. It's, it's different it's so I it's mean, not a matter of you have to be a perfect human being to find love it's just a matter of try to try to accept the things that you can't change try to like you know find the little things that you do like and work with those or enhance those or focus on those but try as hard as you can not to focus on every little dark thing
1: yeah and i think that's what i meant too like obviously not gonna be like gushing over myself and be like oh my god i'm no no i know i know i'm the best person in the world but kind of like you Mm -hmm. know like i i accept myself that's what it is like i know i have all these downfalls i have no i I know these are all my you know struggles I i've recognized them as my struggles and that's it that's this is me and i'm not going to let that impact Anything else? Like that's just how I work. Obviously, everyone works dif- like 100% differently. Everyone is their own person. But like that's just like me and how like I've came to be. I'm like yes, I know I have so many things wrong with me. Like I am, you know, I could be 100% more determined, or I have, you know, made these wrong mistakes in my life, which made me, you know, to where I am now, and a whole bunch of other things that I could go on and talk about. But like I've, you know, thought about it. And I'm like if I wanted to, you know really give everything to you know my fiance like obviously i'm not gonna you know just keep beating myself down and then be like yes yes i know this is the the things that are wrong about me but like i've i've acknowledged it i've accepted it i know it's there i know it's probably never gonna go away but i know it's there and i'm not gonna like let it go i'll like let it be i'll 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 be with it you know kind of thing
2: i'm sorry i I didn't mean to say that in any any form of like an argumentative way or combative (laughs) way or anything like that either Uh, it's it's just one of the like i know that there are people out there that feel that same way
1: yeah and it's it's hard because i i'm never going to feel the same way that you might be or the same way that britney is or the same way that anyone who listens to this is because literally everyone is completely different like you might have an issue that's going on that I may have never, ever even thought about would be an issue, but, like, it is an issue. So, like, that someone else might have something similar to that, but, like, there are just things that no one will ever probably see 100% eye to eye on, but...
0: Right. I'm yeah. not saying
1: it's wrong. I'm not saying, like, it's terrible or anything. It's just, like, I I can't understand it, but I know it's there.
2: This got, right. this got heavy and deep. And really deep It's <laughs>
0: deep. <laughs> this got wild. <laughs>
2: Welcome um, to episode zero.
0: <laughs> <laughs> episode zero. Cool. Well, thanks for hanging out, guys.
1: Yeah, thanks yeah. for uh, hanging out. Anyone who listened to this, you know, really appreciate it.
0: Yeah. Hopefully
2: yeah, you hope whoever you enjoyed. Goes, uh, whoever listens to it.
1: <laughs>
0: Give us some questions and uh, we can do our best to chat about it. We are not professionals in any type of way, so I just want to give that disclaimer out. But, <laughs> no, no, uh,
1: no. Feedback, think- too. If you got feedback,
0: yeah, take feedback. Our way. Yeah, anything that you guys send our way, we will make it anonymous, so do not worry about that. Yeah. But, yeah, feedback, questions, anything that you guys would like to see or I should say hear us discuss. Um Be happy to. Well,
1: sayonara, dudes. Thanks for that. That's my sign off. That's your (laughs) sign off. (laughs) That's it.
0: Calabunga. Calabunga, dude.
2: Bye, I love you. Bye, Bye, I love you.